0: With Illinois grad Michelle Smallman, I'm Randy Carriker. It's Carriker and Smallman on 101 ESPN in St. Louis. The Big Ten tournament starts tonight in Indianapolis. A couple of games, and the Fighting Illini will have a chance to hone their game and watch some basketball before opening up their action at 10.30 a.m. on Friday and uh, they'll be playing at Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis. And joining us is the head coach of the Fighting Illini, Brad Underwood. Uh, great season, top seed in the Big Ten, as a matter of fact. Coach, thanks for joining us. How are you doing this morning?
1: I'm doing terrific. Thanks for having me.
2: Well, Coach, congratulations. You get the uh, at least a share of the Big Ten regular season title, the first one since 2005. What did it mean to you to be able to accomplish that?
1: No, it means a lot uh you know first of all i mean for this group um you go through a 20 season uh 20 game season grind uh and uh you know it's long it's hard it's uh it, it it's it, it was a season of resilience toughness uh i thought we showed some character uh it's been a season like i've never been a part of with suspensions with uh covid with uh concussions uh, we only had three guys on our team that suited up every game. Uh, so to accomplish that, uh, is pretty rewarding for, for this group and, uh, very, very pleased. They stuck, they, they stuck together. They never, uh, they never quit on each other. They never doubted each other. And, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it means a lot.
2: Well, Coach, as you mentioned, there's a lot of obstacles you had to overcome this year. Injuries, Kofi being suspended at the beginning of the season. Even prior to that, some staff turnover. You lost a lot of great players, including Io DeSumo. But that didn't stop your team. And what I think about when I look at Illinois is that you've really built a culture there. And a lot of coaches say that they're going to do that, but it's harder to implement. So when you look at what Illinois is now, is this something that you were constantly building towards? And by that, I mean, do you go out and get play? that you think are going to have that edge or that toughness? Or is it something that you think you can instill in them once they arrive at Illinois?
1: No, it was done on purpose. And, and you know, I think the one thing that it was, it was very intentional, I think I'm very much a culture guy. Uh, you know, we talk about family a lot. We live it like that. And uh, it's based on relationships. But it's also, uh, you know, almost every player that comes into this program early on had success and, and was a winner. Uh, we, we've, we've surrounded ourselves with high character players, uh, guys that want to, that, that, know the importance of winning. Uh, winning's really hard, and we talk about that a lot. And, um, you know, and, and you know, we get guys that, that, truly want to play for the guy to their right and the guy to their left, and, uh, they do the right things on the court and off the court, and, and, you know, it makes it fun and enjoyable, and, and it's, it's, uh, it's a big part of what, what and who we are.
0: Brad Underwood, the head coach of the Fighting Illini, with us on 101 ESPN. By the way, I said uh, Lucas Oil, it's Cambridge Fieldhouse in Indy over the course of the week. Coach, how much fun is it for you to coach in a tournament atmosphere where you play a game and then you and your staff get together and you're working for like 20 hours straight to get ready for the next one, whether it's scouting your next opponent or watching games? How much do you look forward to it and how much fun do you have?
1: Well, it's extremely intense uh, because there's very little sleep. Uh, it, is a, it is a tremendous uh, uh, you know, challenge. And then you, all you want your players to do is rest. And uh, you know, there's, very, there's very few changes that take place in a conference tournament. I mean, you are who you are, and uh, you're not going to make a lot of changes. It's the same with your opponent. Uh, you know, some of these opponents will have played you know, for the third time. Uh, they know us. We know them. But uh, you just try to find that little bit of edge, and it usually comes down to effort. it usually comes down to the intensity with which you play with the emotion um you know, and everybody's good in this league, so you know if you don't bring it one night, you go home.
0: It seems like Kofi is such a rare commodity in college basketball the the dominant big man. How much of what he does trickles down to the rest of your team?
1: Well, he is dominant and 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 probably taken for granted you know we he has so many double doubles that you know we just assume that you know that's a that's a given and, it, and it's it's not it's really really hard to do and he's the most dominant player in college basketball uh you know he's there, there's not seven foot you know 300 pound guys uh on every street corner and, and yet he's, a guy that, he, he's a guy that's so athletic he can move um but uh you know Kofi's got a a, a tremendous personality you know kofi never has a bad day and i don't know if it's growing up in Jamaica and that island life uh, but he is just happy all the time and he's fun to coach he wants to be pushed uh, he's very competitive and then so it makes it it makes it fun for everybody to be around kofi and that's uh you know it's been part of uh, his success is being having a personality that that allows him to grow and he, and he has fun doing it
2: Coach, I want to highlight another player. Obviously, in the game versus Iowa, it was senior night, and Trent Frazier embodies so much of what I look at as a Brad Underwood type player. But going back to the culture that we talked about, how important has Trent Frazier been to instilling the culture at Illinois?
1: He's been it. He's been. I mean, he's the 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 reason. And you know, it's it's. Um, I don't want to exclude Demonte because he's been a big piece of that. But but you have to go through the speed bumps. You have to hit. Um, all the challenges that come in the process of building a culture. There's no easy way to do it. We live in a microwave society where everybody wants to win now, and if we don't, get rid of the players or fire the coach. And that's not the way it's done, and, and it doesn't work like that. And, and Trent hung with it. Uh, you know, he came in. He was a he was the really one of our top two players as a freshman. But it didn't come easy. You know, I remember him sitting in on the. We had an exhibition game at Eastern Illinois, and, and we lost in, in our first first go. You know, together in a uniform in front of people, and he's questioning himself whether he could even play at this level. And now he's going to dot our record books and just about every category. And, and he's going out as a Big Ten champion, and uh, he embodies everything that we're about, uh, that I'm about. Uh, he gets mad at me when I take him out in practice. He's just—he's just—I can't say enough about him. But he's—he's he's been a huge piece of this.
2: Well, coach, speaking of speed bumps, I know you still have the conference, conference tournament that you're looking at, but I want to fast forward to the NCAA tournament. Obviously, last year, number one seed—not the outcome that you hoped for. But what did your team learn last year that can make them more prepared for the tournament this March?
1: Yeah, it's, that's easy. I, you know, I think we—we we put such an emphasis on the Big Ten tournament last year. Not that we're not this year, but it was. You know, last year we were 16 and four. We won the most games, and we didn't. They didn't give us the title, and that was a challenge. Our guys took that personally, and um, you know, we were on a mission going into that tournament. And when we got out of the Big Ten tournament, the next day of the, our next day of practice was the worst practice we had all year. We were flat, and. What we didn't have, my son Tyler was the only guy in uniform who had been to the NCAA tournament, and we didn't understand the abruptness of the end. And and, and there's nothing worse uh, in our sport than sitting in the locker room at the NCAA tournament after loss because you realize all of a sudden it's just over. You go from all this these highs and the joy and the selection show and playing and winning games, and then when it ends, it's it's like this group's never together again. And we didn't understand that and I think this year we'll have a better understanding of that.
0: Brad, what was going through your mind on Sunday night when your fans stormed the court after beating Iowa? That's
1: pure joy. You know, <laughs> you, you 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 um to me it's what college sports is about. It's 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 creating memories for so many people. And, you know, we had a senior luncheon yesterday and, uh, with, with one of our local um, booster groups. And, and, you know, there's four people there. And there's, there's people in their 50s and 60s who are on the court. This gentleman goes, I'm just crying. He goes, I just am hysterically crying on the court. And, and that was fun to see. And, and you know, you, to me it's a, it's a moment that our players will never forget. They get a hang a banner. Uh, those banners are, are honored. You know, 20, 30 years from now, this group's going to be called back to Illinois, and they're going to be celebrated for doing something that's really hard to do. And, and uh, we got to share it with a lot of fans, a lot of students, and, and, and that's pretty that's pretty doggone fun.
0: And college basketball, man, it's so hard. You're going to face an historic program either way, whether it's Michigan or Indiana, and two programs that are capable of beating anybody on any given night, Right
1: anybody in this league can beat anybody, you know? And I mean, all you have to do is look at Nebraska, mm-hmm. you know, they're one and 16 and their last three games are on the road and two of them gets, you know, ranked teams and they go on the road and win. And yeah, I mean, we get Michigan or Indiana and, and, and both of those teams are, are, are tremendous programs. They've got great coaches. They've got really good players. And, uh, you know, I think that's top to bottom in this conference. So, you go to the tournament, and 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 literally, it's who gets hot, who plays the hardest, who's the most confident, and uh, you know anybody could win. And it's what makes the Big Ten tournament arguably the best tournament in the country.
2: Speaking of that, coach, last thing for me, um, Nebraska, Fred Hoiberg, have you sent them a gift basket yet? A little thank you <laughs> note?
1: <laughs> he's got a little. He's got a little present that'll that'll show up on it. That'll show up on his doorstep. Fred's a, Fred's a. Uh, Fred and I are both wine guys, so uh-huh. we enjoy sending each other a good bottle of wine when we when we find one that we like, and uh, so, uh, you know, Fred's got a little little present showing up on his doorstep. Love it.
2: I love that, Coach. I also am a wine person. Tell me a Brad Underwood wine that I can sip on while I'm watching my Illini in the Big Ten tournament, a recommendation, if you will.
1: Well, and I, I get a lot of them from, from wine clubs that I'm a part of, but um you know there's there's one that uh I'm going to speak up because it's a line owned um winery and uh they they're tremendous rich and Leslie Frank Frank family vineyards and they've got all sorts of different wines uh I've gotten to know Rich Frank he was a former head of of Disney forever and and bought a winery and, and he and his wife are tremendous so that's a good one that you can enjoy knowing that uh knowing that they're that they're a
2: Thanks for the tip, coach. I'm pulling it up online right now.
1: And Brad,
0: one last thing. Michelle has said for the entire season. After last year, she said, I'm not going to get emotionally invested. I'm just going to roll with the punches here. She comes in Monday morning and says, I'm a big fat liar. I am so (laughs) invested in this. And I know the Illini are going to the Final Four. So you've got fans here in St. Louis. And one that is riding the emotional roller coaster with you as your team traverses this tournament in the NCAA tournament. Hey, enjoy
1: it. ILL all the way, and uh, wear that orange and blue with pride, and, and uh, know, that, uh, know that we're going to do everything we can to keep you uh, uh, in, a, in very good spirits.
2: I and I, Coach. <laughs> Thanks for everything. Go get them.
0: Thank you. Good luck. See you later. That is the head coach of the Fighting Illini, Brad Underwood, on 101 ESPN.
3: Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at Online as well. And don't forget, Online for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Online where the game starts.
2: Hey, hon, what you doing with your fun? Do flowers have best friends? I don't know. Hey, look. Whoa.
0: Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.